Welcome to the Only Male Cruise Show, the podcast. I am the Only Male Cruise. Copyright disclaimer regarding fair use is in full effect. The views and opinions expressed in this show are all mine. Let's go. All right, thank you. Welcome to the Only Male Cruise Show, the podcast. I am the Only Male Cruise. Thank you so much for pulling up. Today's story is coming out of Youngstown, Ohio, from the Paul C. Bunn Elementary School. All right, we got a little bit of drama going on over there. I have a parent who has complained to the Paul C. Bunn or the Youngstown, Ohio School Board about having received um, some threatening, um, racially infused, unprofessional voicemails from a staff member at the Policy Bun Elementary School. And just for the record, Policy Bun Elementary School serves grades pre-K through 8th. This was the top story for the local news station, WKBN. Um, and, well, you know what? I can show you better than I can tell you. Check this out. Call back, and I'm going to expect you to answer this phone. I'm going to expect you to answer and talk to me like you have some sense. A shocking voicemail from an employee at Pulsey Bun Elementary School. Good evening, I'm Alexis Walters. That employee is on paid leave tonight. The school is looking into a derogatory voicemail. A parent says she received. Now, I talked with that parent this evening. We discussed what the call was about and the troubles that she says she's had leading up to this. It's our top story tonight at 10. On March 18th, Heather Bellinger says she received this voicemail from her daughter's school, Paul C. Bunn Elementary. Now, Heather, this is from Paul C. Bunn. Now, I'm sure this, those are not the messages you would like for me to call and have children's services know that they're being re re responding on the voice message or that's being left when we call to see why your child is not in school. Now, I took out the staff member's name from that audio for privacy, but I could see the voicemail on Heather's phone. The call came in at 1.10 p.m. from the number, which, when I looked it up, was Paul C. Bunn School. It was regarding Bellinger's daughter's attendance for online school. She had called about my daughter's attendance. And um, the thing is, is my daughter, when I'm working, she has to be at daycare or with the babysitter, and I cannot control when she logs on. The call goes on to use a racial slur towards Heather. I expect you to answer and talk to me like you have some sense, and I have some ignorant person answer your phone. So I'm going to call you in about five minutes. I'm going to need you to pull it together. And I'll have somebody else answer your phone acting ignorant and, excuse my language, but So we're going to pull it together and you're going to answer the phone, have a little bit better sense and respectfulness. And according to her, this wasn't the first call. That's after numerous calls that I have answered from her before of her threatening me that she was going to pull up on me. Berenger also added that after learning of her daughter's absences the first time, she did try to get her on the right path of logging in for class. I took away the phone, I took away the tablets, I cut screen time, you know, she was on punishment for over a month, you know, but I mean, there's only so much I could do because like I said, when I gotta go to work. 
In the past few days after she says her daughter went in for state testing and was made to feel uncomfortable by the employee, she decided to take further action, contacting the school board. She said the school did offer to set up a meeting to try and mediate. She said the most shocking thing was hearing that racial slur used in the voicemail. Speak like that about a child or, or a family or anything I don't think is appropriate whatsoever. Now, we also reached out to Youngstown City Schools today. Spokeswoman Denise Dick told us the employee is suspended with pay pending the investigation and that they would not comment further because it is a personnel matter. Dick did say if the allegation proves to be true, it is unacceptable. Okay, so this is a very sad situation, and the voicemail was completely inappropriate. I give you that. Um, the reporter appeared to be very concerned about the voicemail. Um, I would have liked for her to have delved a bit further into uh, what the staff member at the Paul C. Bunn Elementary School said, um, or as you were, what, what the parent. I would like to have had fuller context. I would like to have known what the parent said to the staff member and what was the staff member responding to um, when she described the people who were answering the phone at the student's home. The backstory doesn't really uh, excuse the behavior or justify the behavior of the staff member, but it would have provided fuller context to the situation. And <clears throat> to be honest, it sounds like there's some underlying personal issues between that staff member and the parent. Um, and according to the news report, Denise Dick of the Youngstown City Schools said that they're looking into the matter, and if the allegations prove to be true, then it's unacceptable. But I want to tell you what I think is unacceptable, and that is the overall performance of Paul C. Bunn as a school. That's what's unacceptable. Now, per some uh, stats that I was able to acquire from publicschoolsreview.com, Paul Seabon Elementary, Youngstown, Ohio, you got some explaining to do. So the data is that I'm about to go over with you is uh, compiled from the school years 2017-2018. And as I stated, I believe earlier, Paul Seabon Elementary School serves grades pre-kindergarten pre through eighth grade, there are approximately 303 students. The student-teacher ratio is 13 to 1, uh, 13 students to one teacher. The minority enrollment is 67%. Their overall testing rank is in the bottom 50% of all of the schools in the state of Ohio. Paul Seabun Elementary School ranks in the bottom 50%. Uh, math proficiency, bottom 50%. Reading proficiency, bottom 50%. Um, where they have a feather in their cap is their diversity score. They rank in the top 5% of all of the schools in the state of Ohio. The ethnicity breakdown for Paul Seabon Elementary School is 39% black, 12% mixed race children, 15% Hispanic children. And last I looked, there were no Asian students enrolled at Paul C. Bunn Elementary. So <clears throat> their math scores, 35 to 39% proficiency, 
compared to the state of Ohio, where they are ranking at a good 62%. Their reading scores, 49, or as you were, 45 to 49% proficiency at Paul C. Bunn Elementary School, whereas the uh, schools in the state of Ohio are pulling in at a good 63%. Now, the reading and language arts, that also, language arts for, for most of us who may have forgotten, that consists of um, any field or all fields of study that have to do with communicating in one's native language. Okay, so it includes subjects such as phonics, learning to read, reading, handwriting, writing composition, reading comprehension, vocabulary, spelling, grammar, and speech. And as far as I'm concerned, Palsy Bun Elementary School has these students on a predictable course for failure. And yes, failure. The reason why I say that is because you've got, <clears throat> you have a large minority enrollment. Okay, top 5% in the state of Ohio is all in one building. Okay, you have that. Then you have low, bottom 50% of reading and language arts. You have bottom 50% of math proficiency. Yeah, it's a little predictable. Don't go away. We will be right back. Welcome to the only male cruise show, the podcast. I am the only male cruise. Copyright disclaimer regarding fair use is in full effect. The views and opinions expressed in this show are all mine. Let's go. Hey, thanks for listening. Hope you're enjoying the discussion. I just wanted to pop up and tell you that if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Now, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And now, back to the show. All right, so thanks for sticking in here with me. So yes, it's a recipe for failure because you take all of those deficiencies and you take the stellar performance of being diverse and then add that every student in the Paul C. Bunn Elementary School is eligible for free lunch. Okay? And with that being said, as most of you probably know, in order to be eligible for free lunch, that means there's some income guidelines that are not, um, there's some income guidelines that they're not, it's not hefty income. You, can, you can't be making a lot of money and be eligible for free lunch. So Paul C. Bunn Elementary School is eligible for free lunch. That means that the parents' income is limited. 
if if there's any income at all, okay? Um, yet, this is the area where Paul C. Bunn is hitting a whole 100%. And I feel like when you, I feel like when to rank anywhere in any category, be it academics, athletics, anything, to be at a 5%, the top 5%, you have, a person has to put in work to, to get into a, the top 5% of anything, okay? I mean, that's getting up grinding every day, up early in the morning, staying up late at night, sacrificing. I mean, you you got to be getting it out the mud to hit a top hit somewhere in the top 5% of any category. Well, where Paul C. Bunn Elementary School appears to be getting it out the mud, they're not putting any work in. All what they have <clears throat> This is what I'm trying to say. Paul C. Bunn Elementary School, Youngstown, Ohio, has these students on a predictable course for failure. You have bottom 50% reading, bottom 50% math scores, 100% of the student population is eligible for 50%, or as you were, is eligible for um, free lunch, which means that um, there's little to no income that is being generated within the household of the students, okay? More than likely, there's probably a single mom or a single parent, and this is why they're eligible for th this free lunch. The, the free lunch is, re is a program that's reimbursed by the government. Um, so... As long as they can show that the kids came to school and ate the lunch, the the school gets reimbursed. And to be in the top fifty percent, I don't know what the what the the monetary uh, amount is that Paul C. Bunn is re, is is receiving um, for as reimbursement for this free lunch program, but they're getting it. You understand what I mean? And my problem is, that's what's unacceptable. How do you have a six or seventy-one percent diversity level in the school? Of all the diversity going on in that school, the students are 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 ranking as far as testing is concerned in the bottom fifty percent of everything. And, and this one phone call is unacceptable. My thing is, the school performance of Paul C. Bunn Elementary School should have already been deemed unacceptable. What is the plan to correct this, these horrendous statistics? Paul C. Bunn Elementary School, Youngstown, Ohio. What's the plan? And this is why I say this is a, a predictable course for failure that these students are on. You take a you take the largest or almost the largest number of minority students, place them in a building, call it a school, throw in a little bit of bottom 50% reading and language arts proficiency, throw in 
the bottom 50% of math proficiency, throw in 100% of free lunch, government-subsidized eligibility, throw in a nice feather on top of there of ranking in the top 5% of diversity as a school in the state. These kids are, these kids are headed towards disaster. And let me, let me explain this. There's another school in the state of Ohio. It's called Five Points. I can't recall the exact city that it's in, but it's Five Points and they serve grades two through five. Now they have approximately 995 students. The student teacher ratio is 20 students to one. Their minority enrollment is 12%. Their overall testing rank, top 5%. Their math proficiency, top 5%. Their reading proficiency, top 5%. What is being taught here at five points elementary that's not being taught at Paul C. Bunn. I mean, they're similar as far as their, the students that they serve. Paul C. Bunn, pre-kindergarten through eighth grade, five points elementary, second grade through fifth grade, which means if any of the students from Paul C. Bunn, just say they moved and they now are, are they fall into the, the geographical guidelines to attend five points. These students, if they transferred from Paul C. Bunn Elementary, they're going to be behind the students that are already here, at least in grades two through five. And the students here at Five Points Elementary appear to be on the right track that once they get to high school, they're going to be all right. So... Let's look at Madeira High School. I, again, I forgot what, I don't recall what city that's in, but it's in the state of Ohio. They serve grades 9 through nine through 12. They have approximately 429 students. Um, teacher, student-teacher ratio 14 to 1. Minority enrollment 11%. Graduation rate top 5% in the state of Ohio. Overall testing rank top 5%. Math proficiency, top 10%. Reading proficiency, language arts, top 1%. I can tell you right now that the students from Paul C. Bunn Elementary School, if they had to go to Madeira School or had to go to any school like Madeira, um, where they're ranking in, you know, in these higher <clears throat> percentile, the students at Paul C. Bunn Elementary School are going to be sorely lacking. They're not, they're not going to be able to compete. The only thing that the students from Paul C. Bunn Elementary School would be able to excel at if they had to attend uh, Madeira High School is diversity. They know how to be their race. Okay? And that's what the problem is. And so... I'm, this is an issue because what do you plan to do about it? Youngstown, Ohio, city school, school board. There's more to this than that voicemail, but let's get into the voicemail. Let's check this out again. 
Now, Heather, this is from Paul Sivan. Now, I'm sure this, those are not the messages you would like for me to call and have children's services know that that are being re, re, responding on the voice message or that's being left when we call to see why your child is not in school. I'm expect you to answer and talk to me like you have some sense and I have some ignorant person answer your phone. So I'm gonna call you about five minutes. I'm gonna need you to pull it together and I'll have somebody else answer your phone acting ignorant and excuse my language, but so we're gonna pull it together and you're gonna answer the phone have a little bit better sense and respectfulness. Okay. So again, it sounds like the, um, it sounds like based on that voicemail, it sounds like there might be some underlying issues between, um, the parent and the student, not necessarily school related. Okay. I mean, I said the parent and the student, my bad. Um, it sounds like there's some underlying issues between the Palsy Bun elementary school staff member and the parent. Like maybe something, you know, some sidebar activity, you know, girl, I seen you in the club. Because according to the news report, the parent said that the staff member from the Palsy Bun Elementary School threatened to pull up on her and all this and that. I don't see all that going on unless there's some additional underlying things. But I would have liked to know what the people that answered the phone at that student's house what were they saying to this Palsy Bun representative? Because it does take two. It takes the school and it takes the parent for a child to be successful. And <clears throat> I'm not trying to parent shame. This parent could very well be working two, three, four, five jobs. She could be a single parent. And she and the parent said, well, you know, what else can I do? I tried <clears throat> I tried this, I tried that, but when I got to go to work, I got to go to work. Yeah, you know, that's that's real talk. You're right. Uh, but but what's what is what is your house saying? Are the are, are are the people that are answering the phone at your house are, you know, what's going on? And 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 the biggest issue is whatever the problem is that the parent is having because I would venture to say that this is not the only parent who is having the same problem with their student. You know, the student is not logging on. They're not showing up for online school, anything. You know, she's probably not the only parent, which means that you've got a, uh, a number of parents that are having the same problem. Palsy Bun Elementary School, Youngstown City Schools, Youngtown's, Youngstown, Ohio School Board. We need to, we, if the parents have a problem with their students, then we need to come up with a solution. Period. And that hasn't happened. So does, does the parent need to be responsible? Absolutely. This is your child. These are your children. You do. You need to be fully invested in the education of your children. Are there challenges in being a parent trying to work and send your kids to school? Can you be in two places at the same time? No, you can't. So it's realistic that you're going to have some problems. Maybe they could redirect some of that free lunch money that the school board is receiving 
or as you were, that the Palsy Bun Elementary School is receiving. And use some of that to, you know, put in a buffer, something to prevent these horrible math scores, these horrible reading and language art scores. So, you know, there's, there's more to the story. There's more to the story, and it just doesn't appear that the success of the students is a priority. It, it, it just doesn't appear. There's, uh, <clears throat> it doesn't appear that the success of the students is a priority. It doesn't appear that the uh, school administration, the Youngstown City School Board, um, wants their the students that are from Paul C. Bunn Elementary to show up at Madeira High School or, in, or a school like Madeira High School and be able to get in, fit in, and continue to hold up the banner of uh, 5% graduation rate, um, 5% overall testing rank, top 10% math proficiency, top 1% reading proficiency. This is what should be the goal of every school. And wherever the deficiencies lie, then we got to get in there and, 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 and fix that, be it the staff or be it the parents or be it both. As I was looking further into this, I think I found that the CEO of Youngstown, of this, of this particular school, um, of that school board, or I, I don't know how they're, how it's built up. I am going to look further into it, but I think it's a black man. And so that makes it even worse because you have a responsibility to, whether you're black or white, you have the, a, a large population of minority students and that in and of itself should be a feather in your cap. Minorities already have stereotypes that we have to fight over and fight off every day. And here you are, here you here you have a large percentile of minority students in one setting. And the only thing you're excelling at is 100% free lunch eligibility and a top 5% in diversity. And you didn't have, and the school and the staff didn't have to work for any of that. You didn't have to work for that, those two particular high percentiles. Those students at Paul C. Bunn Elementary School deserve better because they're minority. They deserve better. And Paul C. Bunn Elementary School, Youngstown City Schools, Youngstown School Board, you owe it to these students at Paul C. Bunn for them to be able to show up, pull up anywhere in the United States of America and be able to, and be able to, for them to be, for these students to be able to perform the way the students at this Madeira High School perform, to perform the way these students at Five Points Elementary perform. You owe that to these students. 
that's it. That's the podcast. Be sure to like, share, subscribe. You can follow me on all social media platforms, IG, Twitter, Instagram, right here on YouTube, Spotify. Listen, there's more to this story and and we're not going to quite let this go because come on now. These students deserve better. The parents deserve better. And to be honest with you, the staff deserve better. There's no reason that a staff member has to come to work and battle. And then now her job's in jeopardy because of a bad day of bickering back and forth with a, with a parent. So this isn't over and we're going to stay on top of this, but thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Like I said, like, share, subscribe, leave a comment. I'd love to hear from you. And until the next time we will see you when we see you. Bye.